0: You're listening to The Last Session of the Day with the site Guys.
1: Hi everyone, welcome back to The Last Session of the Day with the site Guys. Uh, Timothy Meyer here as always with Dr. Constantine Lucan. Um, today we had a conversation about coping versus venting, regulation versus under-regulation. Um, I really enjoyed today's conversation. I hope you guys do too. So Constantine, what, one thing that I've been thinking about a little bit is sort of like, you know, I feel like there there's there some people who vent a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and and they really get everything off their chest and then there's mm-hmm. other people who, who 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 don't vent at all. Um what are what are your thoughts about that and like how do you see that in the therapy room? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, it's funny that you ask because I I I get to see a lot of people like that. Uh, <clears throat> some people who kind of withhold a lot of the emotional information, come up with all these sort of Uh, elaborate ways to overregulate and cope Mm -hmm. with their internal emotion. So be it anger, be it sadness or anxiety or guilt, just come up with just ways to cope. And I mean, I think everybody has heard like, go for a run, do some exercises, take a deep breath, count to 10, you know, take a cold shower, hot shower, you know, burn some incense or candles or whatever the case may be. You know, there's so many coping strategies, but Mm -hmm. notice what you're doing is you're individually trying to manage an internal emotional experience. Uh So to me, that's, quote unquote, what you could put under this umbrella of coping, because literally, you are coping with a particular experience. So a lot of people uh, that that I work with just over rely on that strategy. Uh, And to me, they don't spend enough time literally expressing how they think and feel meaning take the information that they have inside their thoughts and feelings and verbalize them out just just a a quick aside here remember expression doesn't have to be just verbal it's okay. body language mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. there's just there's creative elements in terms of how you can express yourself so let's not just forget that you know cuz i feel like a lot of people get stuck on like so what are you suggesting just writing uh a dia diary kind of thing, or I always have to vent all the time. That's not really true. Expression just could be in so many different ways. Yes, verbal is a big piece of who we are as people. So yeah, absolutely. Of course, as therapists, we're big fans of verbal expression, but there's uh, other ones as well. So yeah. to me, individuals who over-regulate, over-cope, kind of put it on themselves to figure out their emotions, to handle their emotions, to regulate, to manage their emotions. For those individuals, I I, I typically kind of literally said, like, it sounds like you're spending a lot of time coping with a particular experience. How about you and I talk through just another qualitatively different way of doing it? It's like taking what we have and expressing it to the other person or people that are that are in your vicinity. That could be your significant other, your kids, your family members, your bosses, your friends, your colleagues, whomever that might be. Right, Just like qualitatively shift in terms of taking what we have and expressing it outward helps to regulate how we feel. P- plus it's giving guidance to the other person who p- p- potentially did or said something that was of either confusion to us or just bothered us. So yeah. a lot of times I say, yeah, yeah. For cases in over coping, yeah, it is. Writing it down. Yes, it is coming up with a creative way to express it. Yes, it is to be more verbal in, in how you express what's going on. Absolutely. And if you need to go in a venting session, great, great. Mm -hmm. You don't have a lot enough of that. Please do more while taking it on the other side. Uh, is venting always the answer? No, there's plenty of people. And you've probably seen people like that yourself is they use therapy just as a venting room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, I think yeah. you, you, you and I have a colleague that basically said, remember, our job as clinicians is, is kind of be a little bit more than just a friend. Mm-hmm. Our job is to be able to hear them, see, see and kind of meet them where they are, but also push them a little bit, maybe recontextualize mm-hmm. certain things. So mm-hmm. for me, when people come and they just vent and vent and vent, there I kind of start thinking about trying to push the person to start thinking, wait a second, are there other regulatory strategies or maybe coping strategies that the person can use rather than just like express endlessly what's going on for them. Because obviously that's also not getting uh, where they want to go. So yeah. it's really meeting where the person's at and and noticing, okay, are they overusing one strategy versus the other? If it's overexpression, then maybe it's internal regulation. If it's regulation, over coping, then it's expression. It's sort of like to me, those two great pillars of just being effective in, in how you regulate what's going on for you, whether you do it by yourself and coping, uh, or you're doing it with another person. So it's kind of, you, you navigate through depending on the, obviously the person and the circumstance.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> to- totally hear you what, what you're saying on that. And I think that, that, I think that comes up all the time and, you know, it's, it's like, sometimes I meet people and they say, you know, um, like, oh, like, like, I, like, I do this, I do that, like, I do yoga, I uh-huh. exercise, I, I I meditate, I journal, I do, I do all of these sorts of things. And I say, oh, well, great, good, you know. um, But, but then that always brings the question up of sort of like, are you doing a little, like, too much to, to manage or deal with, or kind of like, perhaps maybe like burying a feeling, you know, um, one thing that, I know you say a lot, and I say a lot, you know, like, emotions, oftentimes, they come up for a reason, they, 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 they have a utility, right? And if we're just over coping, which is kind of just burying or glossing over our emotions. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I think that it's beneficial, mm-hmm. but, 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 but to your point, it, it could be really like, like, way more one, you know, it, it, it's kind of like that pillar, I'm almost, I'm almost thinking about it like a seesaw, right? right? Like like it should be kind of horizontal rather than like a whole lot of coping or a whole lot of uh, just venting.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that just and, and, and that echoes to our conversation, I believe, last week when we talked about uh, trauma and, and PTSD where, you know, those emotions are buried and sometimes overregulation is just one way to do it. And that could be, you know, we just talked about more productive ways to cope by like writing it out or running or whatever. But other people obviously use drugs, alcohol, all sorts of addictions to do to do the same thing. It's just an over-regulation, over-coping. Um, so being able to see it that way, hopefully can, you know, some of the listeners can say, well, am I doing more of one than the other? Because as, as always in life, it's about balance. And when it comes to this, it's kind of similar.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've heard mm-hmm. and seen and worked with a lot of people who's like, They can be great copers, right? They Mm -hmm. they cope and cope and cope and cope and cope until eventually (laughs) like it, like it all, it all explodes out. Um, And, you know, really looking for a whole lot, like, like I, like like we say a lot here, like way more of a, of a middle ground. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, this also brings up the thought of, um, you know, a lot of people ask me, they they say like, what is coping? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I say, well, that's, that that's a really good question. And uh, not too long ago, I, I Googled it for a, for a kid and and you know coping is 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 dealing with and managing something dealing with or managing something that's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. right so if you know you are sitting on a plane and it's uncomfortable like you have to cope with that feeling so you so you do coping skills right you might breathe or distract yourself or draw or something like that there's nothing that you could do about the uncomfortability on the plane so yeah of course you have to cope with it but for the many, many emotions that come up on a day- to- day basis, not all of them have to be coped, coped with you right. know? like they should be expressed, talked about, worked through
0: right right. I, I hear you, and I, I think that that um, uh, w- when even thinking about the example that you just given, it, this may sound ridiculous to some of the listeners, but maybe even saying like like if you're traveling with a friend or a spouse or whatever the case may be, just being able to say like Oh wow these uh seats are kind of uncomfortable what do you think really just like just throwing out that this is not a venting session about oh my god yes you're so right this is just like yeah you're you're right you know these seats are not that comfortable maybe uh and and that's it just like that that two two cents uh, just that 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 30 second expression is just like beginning that process of another way to regulate yeah you're in discomfort and that's okay
1: yeah yeah you know i i feel like we, it's really easy for us to like, want to like fix Mm -hmm. everything. Right. I, I, I feel like I I fall into that trap sometimes as a therapist, Mm -hmm. like, like I want to fix everything. And, you know, we want to fix everything about ourselves and, and everything uncomfortable. And, you know, like for, for, for kids, if if you have kids, like, like you want to fix everything, but that's not like, that's, that's not reality. Not everything is sort of fixed or coped with or dealt with. Sometimes we just have to sit through that uncomfortability, you know, we have to sit through that little bit of anxiety or sadness or discomfort, whatever it is.
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, when it comes to coping, <laughs> it's I I see a, a, a handful of, of younger guys, you know, in their late teens and twenties and, and stuff like that. And and well, I ask the question to everyone, you know, what do you do with your emotions? Or, you know, like, like when that when that comes up, what do you do with it? And I hear a whole lot of like, uh, put on Netflix. or ah, I will play. I'll play video, video games, games, right? right. Uh, yeah, video games. I could go off on a whole right. pod, podcast about video <laughs> games, but um, you know, that's fine, right? But but I think that we should be using coping skills for what they really should be used for. Now, if you're distracting yourself twenty four seven, well, not twenty four seven, but you, you understand right. my point. If if we're distracting ourselves and using like TV, Netflix, you know, video games, that's not good right. because you're just steering your attention away from an issue or a problem or a feeling. It's not going to get any better.
0: Right. Right, right, right. No, I, I hear you on that. And it's so interesting that, uh, you know, you get to see like maybe late teens, early 20s, 20s, like early 30s. I get to see, you know, people who are much older, like maybe 40s, 50s, 60s. And and, and a common thing that I hear uh, <clears throat> is what, when I talk about this idea and, and then there's this sort of oftentimes confused look like, so you want me to complain about uncomfortable seeds by not fixing it? I was like, yes, but you're missing the point. You're missing mm-hmm. the point. The whole idea, the whole goal, because I always get to hear, "But so what's the goal there? Like, where are we going with this? And like, and I try to like reframe the ideas like, well, the goal and the process is expression. It's Expression is the goal. There's no goal. To, it, it's not a utilitarian kind of thing. You use expression as a way to get something. The mm-hmm. expression is the goal, right? Like, so mm-hmm. being able to say like, those seats are uncomfortable in the plane is the goal is one of the way we regulate the discomfort that we're feeling, right? Like, so just to kind of reorient maybe some of our listeners that this is not like a complaining session. This is just simply to be able to use one other qualitatively different way to regulate than most people do, which is just to cope. That That's, yeah. that's sort of, that's I think where Tim and I are going with this is that just be aware that there's just two different things. They're very different. They could be used in conjunction, which is... Obviously the hope, and it's up to you, the listener, to be able to decide when to use which strategy.
1: yeah, and it's a hundred percent correct. Um, to make it a little clearer mm-hmm. can you come up with an ex- with an example that would be like, you know what that's that's that that's a great scenario where we'd have to cope with that. And mm-hmm. you know scenario number two is like, well that that's a great scenario where you would have to express that um any
0: and any stories or ideas popping up sure i mean with expression i i i think examples abound like i mean i see a lot of couples as as mm-hmm. you know i practice emotionally focused therapy which is uh, acknowledgement validation and expression as i call it on steroids so it it's all about being able to verbalize express your emotional needs so it's very big on if somebody is a uh, doing something uh, keeping the a common issue that's often happens in relationship is that one of the uh, one of the people in the couple uh, leaves the light on or uses the turns on the light when they go to the bathroom during the night and they <laughs> okay. don't turn the light off right okay. it, it could be minor major however you want to look at it but the bottom line is that it happens all the time or being uh-huh. too loud in the bathroom like I, I feel like almost every couple I see that's a major issue that comes up because we're people. Right. Like a lot of people try to trivialize it. You could trivialize it all you want, but it happens. It yeah. happens. So it's, it's important to be able to talk about. It. That's a great opportunity to be able to say, Hey, babe, would you mind turning it off and be mindful because it gets, it's hard for me to sleep? Because what most people do, and as you know, I work mostly with men, they don't say anything. They don't say anything. And the idea is like, she should know. Why would she be doing it? So there's like cursing in one's head. There is sort of like this implicit way. She obviously doesn't care. And, and it goes on to this whole spiral about how like, this is probably may not even be the relationship for me because obviously this is what's happening while the other person is potentially oblivious and potentially more importantly, be open to that feedback. Mm. Right. Let's not forget they're maybe not doing it intentionally. Maybe they're just like doing it. They're lost in thought, doing their own thing. So it's not about an indication of caring or not caring. It's just an indication of just doing. And it's a, because that's where I think a lot of people get tripped up. That somehow, quote unquote, done intentionally. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it could be just lost on thought. And it is an oversight to just to do it. So it's on the other individual to express and say, hey, babe, would you mind not doing that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just, just something as simple as, hey, babe, would you mind not doing it? It's like eight words. <laughs> right instead. just just getting into the into the groove of thinking that way because i i talked to a lot as i said couples you know obviously both men and women and sometimes it's really just like on the spiral of like 30 minutes later like the person is like enraged mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, with, and what's going on and the, the those thoughts
1: that you know eight, eight words could have been could have come out to right. to, to, to very quickly and accurately express right. <laughs> how they're feeling right. but instead those words sink in, and then they fester, and then they go up off on this tangent, and then they're going through things in their head. And then before you know it, they're
0: steaming in bed and can't sleep all night. Right. Uh, And so so that's, to me, a pretty simple basic. I think a lot of people hopefully can relate to that example. Coping, on the other uh, hand, to me, uh, a lot of it, when you're thinking about, to your example, or to your question, I should say, Tim, where it would be more pure coping. Notice it's, in real life, it's not pure coping, pure expression. It's a little bit of both. Like mm-hmm, in the example mm-hmm. that I just gave, hey babe, would you mind not doing it is very different than going on a tirade and cursing yep. and, and <laughs> you know complete expression of all the anger that you hold inside. I'm not suggesting that either. It's partly coping and figure out how you feel and also express, right? So most situations is a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. But to me, a better or you know simpler example, I should say, of coping would be road rage you know there's nobody out there you're just sitting in your car mm-hmm. somebody went in front of you whether you're yelling or not yelling cursing whatever it is that's going on you're not going to affect any change so to me that's a good opportunity to be able to cope to take a deep breath to listen to something maybe something inspirational learn how to manage some of the frustration because who are you venting it to? Not, nothing is happening because you can only build yourself up by starting yelling and following the person and then you come up with this whole story about why they did it right and it's just all of a sudden gets out of control versus Mm -hmm. there you can't really do anything the person's not going to listen to you they're already gone so Mm -hmm. there to me it's a lot more coping and obviously in any loss for example you know coping is also a big thing because you can't really talk to the person let's say that died or you or you lost it's just they're gone so a lot of it even after expression of sadness, mm-hmm. whether the relationship ends or a person dies, right, then there's a lot of grieving, which is another way of saying coping with the overwhelming amount of sadness that the person can experience. Uh, so that that's kind of how I would see it.
1: I I think that you just did like, not not to give you too big of a pattern, on that, but <laughs> I, I think those examples were perfect. I, cool. I think I, I think that's absolutely great. Uh, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know. Folks, folks that 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 come to us for therapy, uh, me, you, everyone on the planet, I think I think everyone really needs to to tune into themselves a little bit more, and 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 I I think that this could be could be really useful for for, for just about anyone. Yeah. Because I think at any given point we're probably either uh under regulating or over regulating with coping, venting, etc. in in one way or another, and to and to really tune our awareness into that, I think it's just I think I think it's super helpful yeah. and. Maybe tonight I won't be fuming in my bed about her leaving the window.
0: Yeah, that, that that's <laughs> maybe may, may the way to do it. Because, it's you know, speaking of that, you know, just to kind of amp it up a little bit more in, in terms of the, the things that I hear. A lot of the times when I go through this little spiel and they say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and then I, I could tell they're waiting to throw in this bomb that would like completely undo what I'm saying. And it was like, yeah, but what if he or she does respond poorly? or yells back or whatever then i say okay i hear you i'm just i'm just asking if you could do that see you soften it but just like literally think it's one of the treatments that uh, the name of the technique is called broken record i think it's in dialectical behavior therapy if i'm not mistaken just babe i'm just asking Right, you don't have to. You don't have to get into like this. Yes and no, and like getting into this debate about. It's just saying, hey, I hear you. I'm just asking if you wouldn't mind doing it. See, notice, same. Just maybe same rephrase it. <laughs> just same thing, maybe in a different way, different word. But they just, hey, I'm just requesting. I'm just asking. That's all I'm doing. You, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do with it, you want to turn on the light. Keep the light. Tell me go f myself whatever it is that you want to do that's on you i'm just asking mm-hmm. i'm just expressing
1: it, i think it's really taking ownership over like you know your own thoughts mm-hmm. feelings and and how they're communicated right. right um so so what if you know it, it it's responded to poorly well it, it's the same same script right you effectively communicate your feelings right. without them becoming underregulated so over the top or overregulated where you clam up and shut everything down right same same thing right
0: right 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 it, it, ex- exactly what it is and and people will notice because you can apply the expression slash coping strategy to any response you get anger back you still okay hey That that makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm just letting you know that if you could turn on the light, that would be great. Like, same, it's the same response, just maybe presented a little differently. And if people could get behind it, that it's not about getting into this debate of who's right, who's wrong, turn on the light, turn off the light, but you do this, you do this. It's just like, hey, just asking if you could do it. Yeah, I'm just expressing that it bothers me when you keep the light on. That's it. That's all I'm doing. Right? Like, if if people can get behind the simplicity, I always say maybe a little bit of a side. But I always tell my clients that, uh, you know, obviously both you and I see oftentimes very educated individuals. I always joke with some of the other clinicians here that you know a lot of people are smarter than all of us put together. You know, and <laughs> and, I, and I always and I <laughs> but I always say like, hey, if we're talking sort of above third grade level, we're missing something. It, it's already getting too heady. It, it's already we're, we're, we're off into the trenches. You know, we we just need to keep the vocabulary down to second, third, most fourth grade level. But that that's where we're at because emotions are fundamental; they're basic, and our job is to keep it that way.
1: Yeah, and it's super important point. And yeah, emotions are extremely basic. And as we're talking about, I'm just echoing really what you're saying. But 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 I but I feel but but I really very strongly agree. Um, Not getting too heady about it, not getting too, not, 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 not thinking so much so hard, not pulling everything apart. Emotions are basic. Let's keep it at that basic level. And that's really where a lot of the work needs to happen.
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. I I really enjoyed this conversation, Timothy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I, I I hope, I hope the listeners out there, you know, I, I, I hope they take, Take something away from this. I, I know I
0: did a little bit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's always a good idea, even as we're talking about, just to kind of hone in exactly how to see it. Because um, I mean, I I know I get to say it a lot, but the more the more I say it, the 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 more I kind of visualize it for myself and can embody it when I'm trying to describe it to the people that I work with. So uh, so I really appreciate this conversation as well. Awesome. All right, very cool, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Take care.
1: This has been the last session of the day with the Psych Guys. See you next time.